Hustling Podcast with Matt and Friends. I am joined today by the baddest of all time, Shane Taylor. Shane, how you doing today, man? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. I uh, we had a couple technical difficulties here for a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this. Uh, now, I know on a different platform that we tried to do this with, I, I asked you, um, you know, what it meant for you to um, Black, Black History Month ending today, what would it mean for you to win the ROH world title tomorrow in your match against Rouge? And the, the Ring of Honor World Championship has such an incredible he- uh, history, has such an incredible legacy and lineage to be mentioned with some of the names that have won that championship. That by itself is monumental, right? But the opportunity to be only the second African-American male to win that championship in the almost 20-year history of the company. And you top that off with it being during Black History Month. I mean, that's the stuff that dreams are made of. They can't make movies that are that good. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, for me, it's an incredible feeling. It, it's an incredible opportunity. It's one that I busted my ass to get to, regardless of the roadblocks and people in my way. Um, and I am truly, truly excited, truly honored for this chance, and I will not let it slip. Oh, I know you absolutely deserve it. I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, I, I watched you come into Ring of Honor as the Pretty Boy Killers, you and Keith, and uh, you know, you guys, you guys ran the tag division, like you know, and I think you guys deserve to win those tag titles. Unfortunately, it never happened. Um. You know, I would have loved to see it. It didn't happen the way that I think fans wanted to see it, too. Um, we did see this past Monday. You win the six-man tag team championships, um, which congrats on that. So two belts, Shane, would be pretty pretty solid, man. I, I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, um, Shane, Shane, two belts, two belts, Taylor. You know what I mean? <laughs> Any combination works. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, speaking of, of Keith, do you guys keep in contact still? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why people think like just because people go to another company, all of a sudden you're like no longer friends. Like you just never speak to each other again. Uh, me, me, Keith, Ray, Row, all we, we were all friends before Ring of Honor. Like we're gonna be friends after Ring of Honor. I talk to Ray every day. I talk to Keith at least two, three times a week. You know what I mean? Like just motivating each other to continue to push each other to be you know, as best as we can be. Um, so, yes, we are, to anybody wondering, and to any future interviews, let's answer this question right now. <laughs> yes, we are still friends. Yes, we talk all the time. There's no animosity. I am just as happy for him and all of his success as he is for mine. The goal when we made the team was for us to both get jobs in this sport. Um, and ideally... It, it it was to do it in the same place, but this is the way it works out. But the goal was still accomplished because we both now have careers in the sport. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, when Keith did get uh, signed, I mean, were there any interest in those guys for for you? Like, you know, nothing. I don't know. I I don't know. You know, what I mean, I I can't answer that question because I'm not them. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, I know my name was talked was talked about to certain people. And certain people didn't have interest, which fine, but which is okay for me because I operate and people that know me best 
I operate best when there's a chip on my shoulder. So when I hear, well, hey, I, I threw your name out, but they weren't interested. It's like, okay, now I get to go make them look stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to me, that, that only helps me. So every, like, and it's, it's granted, it's not the healthiest way to think. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's just how I operate. And it's just like, that motivates me to be better. If there's someone that you say is better than me, I now get to go show you that you're wrong. If yeah. there's someone that says they don't see my value, I now get to go show you why you're wrong. You know what I mean? So, um, all, all that did was make me extremely happy for Keith and motivate me even more to do all the stuff that I'm doing right now. Now I've seen the, uh, promo video when, when Keith Lee did get signed and you guys were, I forget what show it was, um, but you guys were in the ring together and it showed you turn on Keith. Was that something you and Keith planned to, to your, uh, with each other or was that something that was presented to you guys from that company? Like, hey, we want to see, you know, you turn your back on Keith because Keith's going somewhere else. No, um, it was just a statement by me, really. I mean, and it, and it wasn't so much that it's against Keith because Keith is my boy. Some of my best friends I punched in the face several times. <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray Rowe is the godfather to my kids, and we've had, you know, we've had knockdown dragouts for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that punch. And it's not me turning turning on Keith Lee. It's just sending a message because at the time, everything and every all the buzz was Keith, and it was my message to everybody. Like he's not doing this by himself. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? He's not the only one in the ring. I'm glad he's getting the shine he's getting. It it's much deserved, but you should be talking about me just as much. And so that was the point that I wanted to prove. And now here we are, you know, a, f- a few years later, and I'm sitting here with the world in my hands just saying, I told you so. I told you so. You should have been talking about me then, the way you're talking about me now. And that was the whole point. Well, the the agility you have as a big man, like, dude, it's it's flawless. Like, uh you know, it, you don't see a lot of that, honestly. I mean, you, Keith, you guys have that it factor. Um, you guys weren't just the big dudes. You guys can move around in that ring quicker than people that are smaller guys sometimes, um, which I, I love the agility, man. I think you guys are great with that. Um, now, I've seen uh, – I got a couple questions here that I, I read it, uh, wrote down. Uh, what is your biggest obstacle um, when it comes to professional wrestling? My biggest obstacle? Yeah. Politics. Politics <laughs> um, all day? <laughs> I I don't play politics. I simply just go out there and do my job. Uh, for me, that's being the best. That's performing the best. Um, and there's other people that, you know, are, they've got their cliques. They've got their favorites. They've got whatever it is, you know. Um. Uh, and that's that's been the biggest hindrance to a lot of stuff that I want to do. But for me, again, I, I'm not here to play high school games. I'm not here for the bullshit. This is how I put food on, on, on my kid's table. This is how I'm going to pay for their college. This is how I pay for my house. You know what I mean? This is what I, this is my this is my life. So 
a lot of people can keep the petty bullshit, you know, um, and if they don't like me, that's fine, but you don't have to like me, but I know I do my job and I know my, I know I do my job very well. So it comes down to respect. And if you can't respect me, then we're going to have a fucking problem. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And you know what? It comes down with wrestling. I mean, I, me, uh, you know, specifically, I tried out for pro wrestling six years ago. Ended up getting a concussion my first day training, which my doctor recommend don't do it anymore, which, you know, I had two concussions prior to that, like a month before that. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I don't want to mess with my head. So, um, but I loved it, man. And, you know, this was, this is what gives me the platform to get to talk to you guys about your guys' stories, which is awesome. Um, now I, I had another question here. Um, you know, you, we talked about obstacles, politics, stuff like that, and how wrestling gives you that opportunity to put the bread on your table. Um, during the pandemic, I mean, what were you doing during the pandemic? Because ROH wasn't open for a short, you know, that time. Honestly, just training and resting. Like, um, that, that whole, the whole pandemic was really like a blessing in disguise for me. Cause I had like a few injuries that I was just dealing with, you know, and working through, uh, that nobody really knew about the closest people to me did, but no one else did. So I was just, go, I was going out there and, and doing my thing still hurt, you know? Um, and so the pandemic allowed me to rest, allowed me to get everything where I needed it, it to be and allowed me to come out of this raring to go. You know what I mean? And, so now I, I got those four or five months to heal, got to spend more time with the family at home and came out, you know, late part of 2020, ready to rock. And we did. Yeah. I mean, solid start to 2021. I mean, especially for you, man. I mean, you put on hell of a matches. The one you had with Brody King was fantastic. Uh, you know, hard hitting match. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, you know, you guys were both at the top of your game. And, you know, you pulled through and, you know, congrats to that, man. Thank you. Um, Brody's a great competitor. Uh, there, there are certain guys there and they're not a lot of them that bring that energy that I need to reach the pinnacle of my performance level, right? Like, um, uh, for those that watch anime, right? Uh, I think Keith Lee referred to me as Vegeta once. He's like, bro, you need somebody <laughs> to push you to be better so you can do what you're supposed to do, right? And be who you're supposed to be. Guys like Brody, guys like Ray Rowe, guys like Jay Briscoe, they bring an intensity level that you have to match. Otherwise, they're, they're just going to run over you, right? So guys like that, physical fights like that get me amped up uh, to go out there and be exactly who I needed, who I needed to be. So, uh, I, I'm all for stuff like that, man. That, that gets me going. Uh, absolutely. And, and like I said, I mean, you're on the biggest role of your career and, uh, can't wait to see what tomorrow brings ROH TV, you know, and new world heavyweight champion, Shane Taylor. I think that's going to be fantastic, man. And people Damn aren't going to forget your name. You know? Damn that. You saw what's up? I said, damn, that sounds good. Ring of Honor World <laughs> Champion Shane Taylor? Yes, sir. Hell yeah, man. Um, so how did you get started in wrestling? What was your first actual love? Like, how did you – when did you get into it? Like, how old were you? Do you remember your first match, any of that? How – like, when did I get into wrestling as a fan or as a performer? Fan. 
fan? Uh, man, I remember watching wrestling super early. Like, me and my cousins got kicked out of preschool for wrestling people. Uh, <laughs> that's not a joke. Like, it's a real sport. <laughs> that's um, awesome. Lo- All right, so I'm going to tell that story real quick. Uh, so basically, in my family, the rule is it's family over everything. We don't care what happens. You protect your family at all costs. So that's drilled into us, especially living on the east side where anything could happen. That's drilled into us. So uh, we're in preschool. Some kids were messing with my cousin. Obviously, I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let that slide. Uh, so we put it to him. You know what I mean? We put it to him in preschool, and. I remember going up and climbing up on a table, and I don't remember where the teacher was during all this, but we're up on a table. I give him, you know, signal, macho man, elbow from the top rope, you know what I'm saying, right on the chest, and we got kicked out. Called my dad to come get us. You know, we thought we were in big trouble. We were like, oh, man, you know what I mean? Like, but he was like, no, we're going to get ice cream because y'all did exactly what we told y'all to do, which is stick up for each other. It is what it is. Their parents should have taught them to keep their hands to themselves, you know? Yeah. It is what it is. But so my earliest memories of wrestling, you know, go back to when I was super young. And now that I'm doing this and this is my career, I actually just got off a video call with my dad not too long ago. Um, and we were talking about, you know, strategy for the match and things like and things like that because he he knows what's going on but he's still like he, he talks to me like uh like i'm like tyson getting ready to fight at holyfield you know what i mean so, okay, let's, let's do it you know what i mean so but you're, uh, you're you're your dad's champ man that's all it is you know? oh listen listen <laughs> i i listen i'm extremely lucky to have him uh he he's he's a superhero to me so uh, I love it. You know what I mean? It, it, it's one of the high points of my day, you know, uh, to be able to go over stuff with him uh, and, and just and just see the pride and, and the joy that he has on his face. He gets to tell all his coworkers, you know what I mean? Like, look, my son's doing. And it's really cool now because, you know, him being in the Army and, and him being known around the city, no matter where we went for the longest time, I was his son, right? But now I'm at a level in my career where he's now my dad. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know what it I does. mean? It does. Yeah. Um, so, so that's really cool to see. Absolutely, man. And that, that's a really touching story. That's really awesome. Um, you know, the closeness you have with your dad and your family, you know, a lot of people, I mean, they, they bicker about their family. And obviously it doesn't seem like you have that issue. Like you guys get along really well. I mean, every family has issues, you know what I mean? But it's perspective, right? Yeah. Like, it's for us, growing up where we grow up, we don't have time for petty shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like, th- this is survival. Like, I'm not going to worry about you said something that I didn't like, so I hold this grudge for five years. Like, no, man. Like, we could all be gone tomorrow, so we're here. This is family. You know what I mean? So that's, oh, yeah. that's the approach that we take. In Cleveland, that, that's the approach that I take with my crew. In STP, that's the that's the approach that I take with my guys, you know, with my circle of people in pro wrestling, no matter the company, right? It is us against the world. Nothing, no amount of bullshit's getting in between who it is that we are. So that's just how we operate. Now, uh, how, like, do you remember when the exact moment you said, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life? 
Uh, it was probably once I signed, like, my second ROH deal. Like, because then it was like, okay, I, I'm at a point where now this can be a living. I'm not doing anything else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to fully dedicate er- everything to this um, and put myself in the best possible best possible spot to build something and leave something for my kids. Uh, and, 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 and here we are. You know what I mean? I get the realization that, you know, this kid from the east side of Cleveland, right, is basically, uh, you know, I, I'm in like the top 5% of earners in America. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. You know what I mean? Like, but here we are. You know, uh, in a sport that, you know, is so extremely hard to make money in, you know, I am doing it and I'm living this dream and I've overcome every obstacle until now. And I, I see no reason to stop now. We might as well just keep this train rolling. No, absolutely. I mean, wrestling, I mean, is a good, good outlook and shit. Um, I mean, I suffer from severe depression, so watching wrestling takes that away and it makes me feel like, oh man, this is a whole different world. So watching you guys, what you guys are do, you guys do is very incredible. Um, you know, it takes a lot, a lot of people, I said this on one of my other shows, a lot of people always talk about, oh, wrestling's fake, wrestling's fake, and it, it's not. You guys put your lives on the line every single day by doing what you guys do. You could take a nasty power bomb and smack the hell out of your head, and you could be out of it completely. Um, you know, it's a dangerous sport, and a lot of people don't give it the credit it deserves. Um, you know, me yeah. being a big wrestling fan, it's like, you know, me trying out for it, me getting a, getting a concussion my first day. It shows that this shit is real, you know. Yeah, I mean, you might go to the office and they'll be like, all right, so-and-so is going over against so-and-so. So in that aspect, yeah, it's storyline written. But what you guys do in that ring is not storyline written. This this is what I try to tell people, right? I go, name me your favorite action hero. And they go, all right, uh, Arnold or Sylvester Stallone, Jay, Jason Statham, whoever you want to name. And I go, great. What's your favorite What's your favorite movie by them? And they'll name it. And I go, okay, you watched it. He blew up half the city, killed 100,000 bad guys, and you left feeling good, right? And they're like, yeah. I go, after that, did you say to yourself, well, he didn't really kill the bodyguards? Well, no. Okay, then. Why are we having this conversation? <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> you know and the thing I mean? is, too, man, these guys these guys have stunt, stunt doubles. You guys don't. You don't see somebody in the ring playing Shane Taylor doing all the stuff Shane Taylor is doing. Right. That's me. You know, That's exactly. Me. You guys are your own stunt doubles. And, you know, I appreciate everything you guys all do. You guys put your lives online. We've seen wrestlers die in the ring. You know, it happens. And it's just because you guys want to make sure that the fans are entertained, that we're having a good time enjoying what you guys are doing. And Absolutely. it's very much appreciated, Shane. You know, it oh, really is. We couldn't do it without you guys. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, do you you still watch like WWE and stuff like that? Yeah. So you still watch Keith? What do you think um, in his direction is, is? Do you think they're doing it the right way, or do you think they're they're not giving him the credit he deserves? 
Man, it, it is not my place to talk about whether they're doing it right or wrong. Uh, I know for me, no matter what the outcome is, I know he's getting paid and paid handsomely. So that's really all I care about. Um, for him, I know what he can do. The people that know him know what he can do. It would be my suggestion that you just let him go out and do what he does and let, and let the chips fall where they may. That would be my suggestion. But again, like I said, he is in a position where he is making a lot of money. And I know the ambition that he has and what he wants to do with his platform and with, you know, uh, what he wants to do in wrestling and out of it. And he's able to do that. So that's, that's the only thing that's important to me is that. Yeah. Um, I got a couple more questions here for you, Shane. Um, when you were growing up, who was your all-time favorite wrestler? Uh, my all-time favorite wrestler growing up was Ron Simmons. Um, Ron Simmons, okay. To watch him beat Vader. Oh, I'm sorry. I had another call. Um, to watch him beat Vader in 92 for the World Championship, uh, to be recognized as the first uh, African-American male to win that championship, I mean, that's that's the stuff that, you know, that that's the stuff that dreams are made of. And to be able to see him do that and then cross that over into trying to achieve something similar of my own uh, is incredible, right? And there was I, – I was actually at Wildcat Sports in Louisiana, in New Orleans, uh, run by Luke Hawks, great promotion, uh, he's got a school there too, one of the best trainers in the country. Um, and I won the heavyweight title there. I was the first African American male to win that title. And then I won it back. And in that match, I was against Hall of Famer Stevie Ray. And Ron Simmons was the special enforcer and he presented me with the title. So just think about that for a second, right? You've got this kid from the east side of Cleveland, Ohio, who was dreaming to do this, and now I'm standing in the ring with two Hall of Famers, one of which I idolize, one of which, you know, and and the other who has taught me tremendously, and we're, you know, we call each other all the time. Like, it's life is so wild right now. You know what I mean? Like, if if you'd have told 10-year-old me this was going to be the life, man, I'd have been like, you crazy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, that must have been a great feeling, man. I mean, especially like you said, I mean, meeting your idol, meeting your favorite wrestler of all time, that must have been that great feeling that you had that butterfly in your stomach, like, oh man, this is happening. Oh yeah. And the, uh, and, and then just to get to talk to him on a personal level and him kind of just let me know the stuff that I'm doing is exactly what I need to be doing as far as how I represent myself, how I represent my culture being unapologetically me and standing up for what's right, what whether people like what I have to say or not, I am 100% truthful and honest. Uh, so to, to, to get reassurance from him that I'm on the right path just meant everything. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, when it comes down to wrestling again, um, who is your favorite match um, wrestler to work with in a match? Oh, um, I know there must be a lot. No, I mean, when, when, when you say favorite, like 
favorite is subjective because it's like that there are certain styles that I like to wrestle against. And then you have certain people that I like to wrestle against. But if if I had to name two, like if I had to name some, it would probably be Ray Rowe and Jay Briscoe. I mean, I feel like Ray, they both bring that intensity out of me that puts me mentally where I need to be. And when we're all on that same page, the matches that we can create are absolute magic, right? We go out there and we just turn it into a fight. And it's, it's fun. You know, you get hit in the mouth, but that's part of it. You know what I mean? You just gotta, you gotta smile through that and accept it. You know what I'm saying? And oh, you throw absolutely. one of your own. You absolutely. know, that's, 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 we are all cer- certifiable functioning maniacs. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it is what it is. You gotta take them hits, love them hits, and dish them out. You know what I mean? And, and they bring that intensity, and, and I love it. Oh, man. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. That's what I wanted to enjoy, but unfortunately, you know, you can't sometimes. Right. Um, Now, are there any wrestlers that you have not fought yet that you still want to face in that ring? Of course there are. Um, I mean, primarily, right? Like, there's there's a lot of guys in ROH that I would love to have one-on-one matches with that I haven't. But if we're talking, like, just dream match stuff, I think me versus Tomohiro Ishii would be good. Me versus uh, Minoru Suzuki would be good. Um, obviously, you know, you can throw names out out there like Okada and Omega. Me and Moxley would be good. Uh, I mean, I, it, it is what it is, man. Like, I, I have said for the longest time, you know, I'm the baddest man in the sport. I'm the baddest man of all time. Uh, and if anybody wants to prove me wrong, then do so. If, if not, um, I'm going to keep running my mouth until someone shuts me up. <laughs> well, I mean, I would love to see those matches, too. I think uh, you versus John Moxley would be a hard-hitting match for sure. Um, you know, I, I'm a big fan uh, of John. I'm a big fan of Dean, you know, whatever you want to call him, you know. Um, but great, great, great wrestler, great worker. Um now, would there be any other promotions you would ever want to wrestle for, or you think right now how Ring of Honor's treated you, you would be want to be a mainstay in Ring of Honor? I've I've said from the get go that I I would love to have the sort of legacy that the Briscoes have in ROH and just put those letters on my back and carry it as far as I can, you know. But this is a sport. This is a business. Things happen. Um, so, with that being said, I'm open to everything, right? But right right now, this is where I'm at. This is my focus. This is my team. Uh, and I am concentrating on taking my team as far as we can go until, I guess, it's time to change teams. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but well, I think you guys have something really good going with the Shane Taylor Promotions. And, um, you know, you kind of see, and if a lot of people have watched ROH TV, that Kenny King wants nothing to do with the whole Roosh and you because you guys are friends and right. he doesn't want to be involved. And, you know, it, it it's a cool feeling because I, I love Kenny King as well. You know, I've followed his career for a long time as well. And, um, you know, I think when he left Ring of Honor um, years ago when him and Rhett just won the tag team titles and he went to TNA, um, I think that put a lot of people like, you know, with a sour taste in their mouths because they're like, man, Kenny just left us, you know, and, 
Uh, I followed his career in TNA. I followed him when he came back. And, you know, when you guys were, uh, what was it, the cabinet with you, uh, Caprice, Rhett, and Kenny, and, you know, I thought that was great. And, unfortunately, you guys ended up splitting. But now we get to see Shane Taylor Promotions do its thing. Uh, Khan and Moses, I've never seen before until they came into uh, Shane Taylor Promotions. So that was pretty cool to bring some people in that a lot of people may never have heard of beforehand. Um, so what's it like working with them? It's incredible. Uh, I, well, I told them when I recruited them that they were going to be special, that they were going to create a legacy in ROH um, that was going to match up with the Briscoes one day and that they were going to be the pillars of the tag division. And people are starting to see that, you know, a year ago, they just got in with me and now here we are. Now they have their first championship gold with the ROH six man titles. Um, and they are getting better every single time we go out there. You know, they're more fluid. They're more confident. Um, they're more crisp. Everything that, everything that they do from in the ring stuff to out of the ring stuff just improves every single day. And a small part of that is my leadership, but the rest of that is just all of them. And it's yeah. their talent, their drive, their ability. Um, uh, and you know, it, for, for, for me, it's like being that big brother that watches them grow up. And it's super, it's super dope to see it. Uh, and now I just get to sit back and do what, what I do best. And that's tell people, I told you so once again, yeah. I told people a year ago that they were going to be great. No one wanted to listen. Right. And now here we are. And they're like, Oh, they're so great. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I told you that, you know what I mean? So I, I'm happy to see it. Uh, and we got Ron Hunt too and O'Shea Edwards as well. Uh, Ron being the, the VP of Shane Taylor promotions makes a lot of this stuff go around and O and O'Shea is absolutely going to kill it. So we are set to, uh, take over the world as far as my, as far as my concern goes. Well, I mean, ROH just got a, a hint of what O'Shea Edwards can do. And, uh, I think he's got a bright future as well, for sure. Um, absolutely. but yeah, no, man, I, uh, I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. I can't wait to watch that match. I know it's going to be really good, um, which I'm hoping everybody tunes in to see because this is history for you. Um, uh-huh. You know, I, I 100% believe that this is your time to shine. And, uh, you know, hard work does pay off. And I think somewhere, somehow, people see it. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck tomorrow, man. You, you really do deserve it. Oh man, thank thank you so much for having me. Truly appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, now you guys can all follow Shane Taylor on Instagram and Twitter at Shane two one six Taylor. Um, I don't know if you have any other platforms, Shane, that you want to throw out there that you have. Sure. Uh, Facebook.com slash Notorious Shane Taylor. Uh, and of course, you know, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shane Taylor, all lowercase. And uh, if you haven't yet, head over, head on over to shophonor.com. It's ROH's brand-new merch site. Uh, you, they've got all the Shane Taylor promotion shirts there, including the brand-new Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Championship shirts with myself, Con, and Moses on it. So go Absolutely. grab those. Uh, just appreciate all the love and support. 
And I appreciate the hate too, because you because you inspire <laughs> me just as much. So thank you too. Absolutely. Uh, so appreciate it, man. Thank you. You're welcome. And I do want to give a shout out to Mark. I appreciate Mark getting this set up for us. Um, right. Mark it was truly you. truly an honor to have you on here, Shane. My man, thank you. Good luck tomorrow, man. Thank you. Yes, sir.